everybody this is subrat from the sparking entrepreneur show and today we have a wonderful person rachel grant with us owner and founder of rachel grant coaching and is a sexual abuse recovery coach she is also the author of beyond surviving the final stage in recovery from sexual abuse her brings to the table a passionate belief that her clients do not have to remain trapped or confronted daily by the thoughts or behaviors that result from abuse through her own journey of recovery from sexual abuse she has also gained insight and understanding about what it takes to overcome abuse this makes it possible for her to relate to and appreciate her clients struggles intimately so without further delay let's welcome rachel rachel welcome to the show uh, thank you so much for having me today nice to be here Rachel most welcome and let me tell you one thing that the things that you are doing i found like very few people are doing that and it is a very very important and very powerful thing that you are doing so we will talk about you how you are doing how you are helping your clients but before that i am pretty much excited and curious about to know your stories how did you get started into this profession and most importantly why did you choose this career well sometimes the career chooses you is that the case yeah correct i actually grew up in oklahoma and at a very young age like second grade i wanted to be a teacher and that was it i was like i'm going to be a teacher kudos to mrs hendren who was such an amazing model for me and i really carried that vision for my life all the way through high school when i decided then i wanted to be a high, an english teacher like a high school english teacher i thought oh that would be fabulous read books and talk about books all day yes yeah, sign me up and then i went to college and i started that process and along the way super i was thinking about working in an after school program where i had a wide range of kids actually that i was working with everything from 2 years old all the way up to 18 and as i was hanging out with those teenagers and high schoolers i was like oh no i do not resonate i think it was just age at that time like i was too close in age with them yeah. and so i had a major pivot at that moment in my life which gosh like when you've had a sense of yourself of this is what i'm going to do with my life and then something comes along and rocks that it was a real paradigm shift for me and what am i going to do instead and who am i going to be and what's that going to look like And so I started working in elementary schools and when I finished I did continue my degree in English and finished that but then went back I was in Chicago at the time I went back to St. Louis and I started working at a private elementary school and what I found there is that I had a classroom but then I was also doing the after school program and I really loved the after school time where we were just talking and hanging out and mentoring and nurturing the kids yeah. and the classroom was okay but wasn't as amazing as i thought it was going to be so here i am again going oh no i don't think i actually want to be in a classroom and teaching i think i like the more kind of social emotional aspects so long story short life continues i get married i move to california and then i start to nanny because i was at a real transition moment in my life again mm -hmm. what do i want to do and i thought napping and having snacks sounds like a great way and then hey as the children were go growing up i'm now facing another moment of what's next and at the same time concurrently my marriage was falling apart it was not healthy and i was trying to heal from the trauma that i had experienced as a child and i had started that process in some ways but really wasn't getting as much traction as i would like and in 2006 7 i when we divorced that was a real turning point for me 
And that was the moment in my own process where I had to face the ways in which my life was not unfolding the way that I really had hoped it would because the trauma that I had experienced when I was a child and then also as a teenager, young adult, in the marriage, all these things were were holding me back. So that really lit a fire for me. I became obsessed with trying to understand what do we actually have to do in order to heal from trauma and abuse. And so as the kids were napping, I was still nannying, right? Kids are napping. I'm writing. I'm journaling. I'm blogging. I'm thinking about this. And I'm starting to shift my own life and heal And when it got to that point where the kids were grown, didn't need a nanny anymore, I decided, okay, time to go back to school. So I did that. And I really thought I was going to become a therapist. I went into it with that lane. Okay, I'm going to become a marriage and family therapist. But yet again, along the way, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't think therapy is exactly the thing I want to do. I think it's more this coaching thing. As I started to understand the distinctions between those two avenues, the coaching modality, I really liked that it allowed me to work with people all over the country and all over the world, which I do to this day. I liked the more collaborative kind of components of coaching. And I also did not want to get into any of the stuff in therapy, like diagnosing and dealing with all that. I really wanted to meet people in that moment of here's what you need to do. And so bit by bit, that all came together into what is now the Beyond Surviving program and the work that I do with people to really help them get past that place of feeling broken and unfixable. In other words, it was a wiggly journey at a straight line. And then boom, this happened. In many ways, I'm really thankful for that because a lot of times when we're trying to think about purpose and intention, what am I going to do with my life? It can feel like there should be only one thing. But I've had lots of different purposes in my journey and all of them have actually supported and contributed to the work that I do today. That's awesome. So you decided that you do not want to work with people's past. Past, you are going to work with what's next. So that's awesome. Yeah. When I was in my journey of healing, there's a way in which I have come into this moment of acknowledgement and talking about what had happened, finally facing the facts of it. And in therapy, that was a really safe space for me to just talk about my experiences and even start Mm -hmm. to connect some of the dots. This is why I struggle with that and get insights. But I remember very clearly these feelings of turning to a therapist and saying, okay, yeah, I get it. I get why I don't trust people or I get why I get super angry or get triggered, but what do I actually do about that? Mm. And I was extremely dissatisfied with the answers, right? What do you think you might do in that moment? Do it if I knew, I wouldn't be here paying you. That's really like born out of frustration. In many ways, I thought, gosh, I'm being told this is a life sentence and this is just the way it's going to be. And so what really became important to me in my work was really communicating that message that trauma is not a life sentence. We can be mm. beyond surviving, right? We don't have to just survive our life. We can live it. And in many ways, I thought that transition from the moment of, okay, this is just me getting my ish together, right? To, oh my goodness, I think I'm onto something that might help other people. And I remember the tension of that moment of stepping out into, okay, I think I have something to offer here and I think it's going to be my own business. And I grew up, my mom was a bookkeeper. She was ran her own business. And so I had seen a little bit of what that could look like from her, but it was all really brand new territory. And so I had to learn a lot about 
the business side of it, right? Because I knew the message, I knew the information, I knew the content and how to relate. And I knew that I had some natural ability to connect with people and empathize with people, but the business side of like really making it. So I found great mentors and coaches who helped me along the way and was able to go full time back in 2014. That's so great. That's awesome. And now you are mostly into the one-on-one coaching or you have other options through coaching or any online programs and all. Oh my gosh. This is one of the fun things about being a business owner, right? You can choose your own adventures. So (laughs) I did just one-on-one coaching to get established and get the foundations in place and really firm up the program and earn my chops as a coach, if you will, and get more comfortable and more confident about that. And then I don't know when that was, maybe it was 2016, I started running group programs and Mm -hmm. I do a group program for many years. I did that twice a year this year. I'm going to just run that program July. It's a four month program. And, And then I started to expand into doing workshops and doing uh, trainings. This month, I just launched a new community called Thrive Tribe with a colleague of mine. And so every other month, we're just bringing people together to talk about Mm -hmm. topics like self-sabotage, setting boundaries. I've started to branch out this year even more, working with nonprofits and bringing them workshops to their communities. And this is one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur. You can expand and contract and expand and contract or find where your energy is, explore new avenues, try different things. And that really suits my personality because I get bored, right? (laughs) What's new? What's next? And so I love continuing with my one-on-one clients. There's so much richness and deepness when sitting with someone intimately like that, while also having these other avenues to just explore different aspects of myself. Correct. And I believe that most of your clients, are when they come to you, they are a lot of problems or having a lot of problems in their life. So mm. how do you approach uh, working with them? So for me, I use this framework that I've developed. So that's a little helpful because it sets the pace for me and it sets the pace for them. Because true, when people come into working with me, they have the laundry list of things that are they're struggling with. Can't trust, low self-esteem, having a hard time setting boundaries, people pleasing, a lot of shame and guilt and lack of self-worth. And so I sometimes describe it like this big ball of spaghetti, right? There and all of it is the problem. You start to pull one thread And then you're like, oh, wait, yeah, there's that. And gosh, that can feel so big and so overwhelming. So I think one of the things that I think that we get to do as coaches and mentors is set a path, take the guesswork out of it for people. And so the Beyond Surviving Programmer Method is that step-by-step process where we really start through the lens of nervous system regulation and building in those foundations, beginning to understand the neuroscience of trauma. That's where I really geek out super. I love that stuff. (laughs) Understanding all of that as a foundation. I've written a course book, The Beyond Surviving, uh, Beyond Surviving, The Final Stage in Recovery from Sexual Abuse. It's a guidebook, which people can walk through on their own, but my clients will read some sessions I also give them some audio lessons to listen to, and then we come together. Being able to just take things and break it down little bit by little bit, step by step. Let's start here. Let's do this part. And for me, the most, most critical part are the skills and tools. So right after every session, they have a new tool to put on their buffet, if you will, is what I call it. And that helps them center their focus 
and feel not alone. I think that's the other biggest thing is just when people can feel seen and heard and understood and validated in their experience. Gosh, that goes a long way too. Correct, correct. And also like I always find that book is like a source of knowledge and it might not be give you all the answers of your problem, but it can give you way you need to start understanding of the things so that you mm-hmm. will find some of uh, power or maybe some of hope in order to, yes, I believe that these things is going to yeah. also happen with me if I'll stick with that or I'll figure out it. But books are very fantastic things and you have already written that. So that's awesome. Well, you don't have to tell an English major that, right? Yeah, so much of my life has been changed through reading both fiction and nonfiction. And being able to access resources is so important. And one of the things when I was developing my business, the other thing that I really had top of mind was accessibility. And over the years, building out a variety of ways that people can access support, everything from free to low cost to the paid programs, right? So that regardless of where you are on your journey and regardless of where you are in your budget, because boy, I've been there, right? Up against it, not having the funds to invest in myself and running things like a monthly drop-in support group and like with a Facebook group, having things like my podcast, my blog and low cost workshops, et cetera. Because when you're in a place of harm and hurt and pain and you're Mm. scrambling around trying to find something to just make it stop, right? You just want it to stop and to feel better. When you get disheartened by lack of accessibility, oh, that's just the worst. So being able to tap into all these different resources and yeah, since I've been doing this for 17 years, that resource library is pretty full now. Yeah. You know what? Like when I saw you, I was just about to ask you, has anyone ever told you that you are too young to coach them? I was about to ask you. Thank you. The red hair helps. I'm actually almost 50 years old. I'm 47. Yeah. People often think I'm younger, but it's the red hair. It just helps with that. Let's talk about, I believe that you have a lot of amazing clients, but let's talk about your clients' coaching success stories. Please share one of your clients' coaching success stories that is mostly nearly close to your heart. Goodness, where do I start? There's so many great stories. (laughs) I'll start with Dave. So Dave came to me a few years after a divorce and he had experienced physical abuse So what's also true about my work is that it broadens out, primarily focus on people who've experienced sexual abuse, but the work I do can uh, be applied to other forms of trauma. And Dave is really in a place of his life where he had given up, right? I'm just going to go to work and pay the bills and that'll be that and nothing else. Even when I got to talking with him about the part in the program where we work on relationships and relationship skills like trust and vulnerability and communication, he's like, nope. Let's just skip that part. I'm going to be single the rest of my life. I'm over it. It was like, okay, we'll see. I have no strong agenda. I'm all for people choosing their journey. If that's really what you want and you're choosing that from a place of power, fine. But I had an inkling that it was trauma and fear and having been hurt. And we walked through our journey together. And along the way in the program, he was in the one-on-one eight-month program. He starts thinking about dating. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. All right. Let's do that. So he starts the date. Long story short, he is now married and has a little boy and a whole different life than he ever imagined for himself. Yeah. And 
That's just one of my favorite stories because it really shows the ways in which people come in with this kind of collapsed, small sense of self, small sense of what's possible, having maybe given up or surrendered their dreams. But through shedding those layers of trauma, reconnecting with their authentic selves, feeling more empowered, that all kinds of things open up. And I've seen people go, one of my clients was really wanting to start her own business. She does uh, CBD products for animals, which I think is cool. And now she's running like a six-figure business, having gone from really stuck about that, falling in love, having children, starting businesses. And of course, the biggest thing is when people just walk away going, that wasn't my fault. It wasn't about me. And they have just a strong sense of who they are and can navigate their life and their relationships from that empowered place more often than not. Right. And most importantly, now they are happy with their life. And by looking them happy as a coach, you must be happy. (laughs) Yeah, it's really satisfying. It's really satisfying. It certainly takes some of the harshest, worst experiences in my own life and transforms them into being something of purpose and help and benefit to others. What was meant for harm has now been used for good. And so that is very satisfying for sure. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so you have already written your book, but you are right, you are going to write a book about dedicated to most specifically for your stories, okay? Like you are putting oh, I am. life journeys, experiences, knowledge, mistakes, and also oh Gosh, yes. Yeah, it's like Rachel. It comes up every year. How do you name it and why? Oh my gosh, thanks for planting that seed. That comes up often. People ask me like, where's just like the narrative of the story, the, bio, the autobiography? And I just, oh my gosh, where would I begin? But maybe one day when I'm sitting off retired somewhere, herring at the sea, it'll all come to me. But yeah, I think it's so fascinating. I get to share my story and aspects of my story through my coaching and through obviously interviews and different things. And so maybe I'll just go pull all those together and put it into a book. But but my <laughs> suggestion would be like, go as fast as that you can. But I always be there are two types of accents that people most take. One is like mm. symmetric accent and another is like asymmetric accent. Symmetric accent is when you do X, you always get Y and Asymmetric accent, like when you you do X, like you never know, it might be like coming to you in a very bigger form or maybe in a very shorter form. But it's like you are doing X and you are getting A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, everything, right? For example, like you just written a book and we never know whoever is watching us or whoever is listening our podcast or audio or whoever is reading our book, but... Who knows, people can make out of some movies or some stories or you never know. You yeah, know? you never know where it'll take I always you. believe that take as much as asymmetric accents as you can, putting out content, putting Go for out, it. reading a book, putting out your book, go to the seminar and all. So that it always give you the real investment of not your money, but on your life. Oh, I love that, Subrat. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I like that. It is true. Like when we get curious and we just start to put ourselves out there and we just try things. I've had so many opportunities just come to me through that, through just being open, talking about what I want, getting curious, asking questions, and just taking the action. I had to really work on in the early days with my business was getting past that whole perfection and it has to be just right and being able to just move forward. One of my coaches, actually, Bill Barron, he helped me with that, this idea of imperfect action and don't wait for it to be perfect just go build it in the air and see what happens and it's true it's really made a lot of difference in my life having that attitude and perspective 
that's awesome okay rachel let us know what is the best possible way to reach out to you so that we well, can find you and get in touch with you okay sure so come on over to the website first rachelgrantcoaching.com a couple of things you'll find there uh, is my free checklist on the stages of healing from sexual abuse. That's a great place to start if you're wondering where you are in the process and the journey and what kind of support you need to get. Certainly, you can pop over to the resources page and check out things like the podcast and the Facebook group and those other kind of ways that you can get in touch and connect with me. And if you're curious about working in, with me and enrolling in the Beyond Surviving program, just fill out the application for Discover Your Genuine Self session. But please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to be here as a resource and a support, however I can be. Awesome. That's great. That's awesome. Guys, to make sure you follow Rachel, wonderful person with great personality and great stories. And you can reach out to her according to your coaching needs by tapping her website. So that was today's episode of the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Rachel, for being on the show. And it was an honor to visiting you today. Thank you. Thank you. Such a blessing. Take good care. Thanks again, Rachel. So that's it. I'm your host, Subrat, signing off. And you guys have a wonderful day. Please take care of your health, guys. Bye-bye.